Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I'm so happy to have you tune in with me tonight for this special episode titled, Panic, Democrat Rat Scurrying. And tonight I'll be featuring two of my friends, Gunny and Victoria. But before we continue, please take a moment to note that this episode is listed as rated R. There may be explicit language. This is our Saturday night. Relax, have a few drinks, and just say how we really feel. So, for you snowflakes, you might want to head out and just turn the channel. <laughs> Without any further ado, let's continue with our program. Well, if they do, they made a mistake because this election was a fraud. Just so you understand, this election was a fraud. I mean, they have Biden beating Obama on Obama's vote in areas that mattered in terms of the election in swing states and yet he's losing to obama all over the place but he's beating obama in swing states which are the states that mattered for purposes of the election so no i can't say that at all i think it's a it's a possibility they're trying to look between you people don't answer, don't talk to me that way you're just a you're just a lightweight don't talk to me that way don't talk to i'm the president of the united states don't ever talk to the president that way I'm going to go with another question. Go ahead. So, if, if the Electoral College does elect President-elect Joe Biden, are you not going to leave this building? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. But, sir, just, just to be clear, if the Electoral College votes for Joe Biden, will you concede? I'm not fucking leaving! <laughs> fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. They're going to need to send in the National Guard a fucking SWAT team because I ain't going nowhere. And hello, it's where I'm having trouble. I don't know what y'all heard or didn't hear. <laughs> Our talking all, baby. All Great. Okay, hi everybody. Let's start over. <laughs> this uh, microphone's driving me nuts. I have two really great microphones, and I don't understand why they're not working. They work for my videos, but they're not working for the podcast, so it makes no sense. And I've been recording all day, and, and the mic mics work fine until I get on the air, so... Don't get me to lie in. But hello, Victoria. Hello, Gunny. How y'all doing? <laughs> Great. Doing well this evening. Doing well. Enjoying the fireworks. Uh, having some popcorn. Uh, 
just enjoying watching all this go down. I mean, it's just, uh, it's kind of amazing to watch. And uh, the people who have uh, mystically disappeared here in the last day or so, uh, offices closed, cleaned out. Uh, The VP for Dominion suddenly came up missing. I'm pretty sure you can put that on the Clinton uh, list. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's just been crazy. Yeah, it really has been very great. I uh, am super excited about, of course, Sydney Powell and everything that she's been doing. And uh, it's pretty actually amazing. What this lady, I saw a tweet about it, somebody put, that she's been able to accomplish in three weeks what the FBI hasn't been able to do in years, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And did you see the bomb she dropped in uh, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin? Did you see those uh, uh, <coughs> exhibits of evidence and stuff? Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I actually I am mean, they, such a nerd that I pulled up the whole 105-page report from or 104-page report from Georgia and uh, read a lot of it. And then I pulled up the 75-page boom, which I didn't even realize that. I didn't even snap that there was one filed in Michigan as well at the same time. So it was a double right. thing. So that was that was pretty exciting, you know. And uh like mm-hmm. we played on that last show, she said she was gonna she was gonna blow blow up Georgia first, right? <laughs> yeah. So I've got a clip that I made of Sydney Powell and I'm gonna if y'all don't mind muting, I'm gonna go ahead and play it real quick. Sure. Yeah. Pictures of the check stubs paid to people to um, ballot harvest and and do fraudulent voting. So the, this this year with every means and manner of fraud that you can possibly imagine and many that you could never imagine. So how many fraudulent votes do you think that uh, Joe Biden has on his side of the uh, slate? Uh, probably at least ten million. Ten million fraudulent votes. And how many more? And, and President Trump lost seven million votes. And and how many dead people? How many votes of dead people were were cast? Do you think? Um, we're still tracking down that data to see if what we've been provided is real. But if it is correct, it's uh, several million. Here's how you can spot a zombie. Look for someone who has a corpse-like appearance, exhibits aggressive behavior, craves human flesh, and utters incoherent moans and groans. Uh, I don't know. With your help, we can prevent the zombie uprising. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Did you know that Sidney Powell is like a military class lawyer? Basically, she has the power to charge somebody with treason. I didn't know that. But I do now. And she says the Kraken is released. Release the Kraken. I can hardly wait to put forth all the evidence we have collected on Dominion, starting with the fact it was created to produce altered voting results in Venezuela. Hugo Chavez, and then 
shipped internationally to manipulate votes for purchase in other countries, including this one. It was funded by money from Venezuela and Cuba and, and China. Has a role in it also. So if you want to talk about foreign election interference, we certainly have it now. We have staggering statistical evidence. We have staggering testimony from witnesses, including one who was personally in briefings when all of this was discussed and planned, beginning with Hugo Chavez and how it was designed there, and then saw it happening in this country. As soon as the state shut down on election night and stopped counting, those are the states where the most egregious problems occurred. We also need to look at, and we're beginning to collect evidence on the financial interests of some of the governors and secretaries of state who actually bought into the Dominion systems. Release the Kraken. Uh, Cindy, welcome. And I know you've been handling a lot of the Georgia situation and Dominion, but your reaction to the situation in Michigan, please. Well, that's an excellent development, and I would expect the entire Michigan board to reject the the counts from the ballots, the, the election could not have been more rigged than it was. And I think it also affected the race of uh, Senator John James. The same patterns fall there. We're still doing statistical analysis of that race, but this, the math just doesn't add up for anything. And we know Dominion has a long history of rigging elections. That's what it was created to do to begin with. We've introduced the affidavit of person who worked with Maduro, a high-ranking military officer who saw it all happen and explained how it worked. And it's, it's out for the public to see on my Twitter feed at Sydney Powell number one. I mean, people sitting on the floor and on the side, writing on the side of buses, filling out ballot after ballot. It's in your face everywhere. The statistical evidence is, is insurmountable. The mathematical evidence is to mathematical impossibilities. There's no way there was anything but widespread election fraud here. We've got one witness that says in Arizona, at least there were 35,000 votes added to every Democratic candidate just to start their voting off. It's like getting your $500 of Monopoly money to begin with when you haven't done anything. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, Sydney hit a home run on that. I mean, I'm sorry, Sydney hit a home run on that. And <clears throat> just watching what's going to happen, the reaction to these people uh, and stuff, I mean, this whole coup is collapsing under its own monstrous weight. And uh, uh, you have people out in front like uh, Sydney, who's just doing a great service to uh, the American people, uh, our president, of course. And I'm telling you, if you can, you need to support her and you need to support President Trump. Every dollar helps. Exactly. Um, I mean, that's where I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And uh, Sydney is doing such a great service. We need to pray for her safety. We need to pray for Trump's safety. And we need to pray for the outcome of this election. And um, we already know what the outcome is going to be. Trump is going to win. And the evidence is there. 
um, it's being presented. And, you know, these little, you know, it's Saturday night, these little bitches can piss and moan all they want, but the evidence is against them. And we're going to get out there. Um, people are speaking up. Democrats are coming out of the woodwork, and they're actually uh, telling the truth. They are even disgusted with their own people, and they're telling the truth because, you know, uh, real Democrats, they believe in the Constitution. Liberals do not. <laughs> and well, there are still it, some it, real it, Democrats out there. Yes, there are. There's some of those old blue dog Democrats out there. I've got a couple friends out in California right. that fit into that uh, uh, group and stuff. But the amazing part is is uh, the way the polls are going. All this is starting to completely trend against them. First, you have the evidence yes. uh, that's coming out everywhere. And right now, I saw a poll earlier today that 30%, no, it was more than that, uh, hang on, 60% of Democrats now think this election was rigged and 75% of Republicans uh, do, and uh, those numbers are just going to grow as this evidence is coming out. So there is no way mm -hmm. this election will ever be uh, uh, accepted for what it is as it stands right now by the American people. I don't think these people realize what they're doing. Uh, and uh, they're, and of course, are the most getting very desperate. Tighten out a little bit there, Russ. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, okay. Uh, you know what you were saying about how they're not going to be able to keep this silent anymore, right? Well, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't play this song that I shared with y'all today, and this is one of the reasons this song being viral right now. It's, it's things like this that are getting through the algorithms, you know, and getting, being able to get some word out to some people that thought that Joe Biden was the winner, you know. But when they see all kinds of stuff like this, you know, it's just you can't deny it. But I'm gonna play this; it's so great. Y'all know what it is. Hang on. Well, that's the wrong one. You know what's on that one? That was <laughs> President Trump when he's, you know, he's got Sidney Powell beating on the drums and, and uh, Donald Trump's dancing with cat yeah, in yeah. it. That's what it is. It looks like I might have quoted the wrong one on all of them, but let me see. It has the wrong name. I'll try another one. Uh, damn it. It's not going to let me play this. It makes me so mad. Well, it's called The Devil Went Down to Georgia. I wanted to play that so bad. It makes me really mad that I couldn't. I must have downloaded the wrong song or something. I don't know. I'm not the best computer person. Joseph always did our studio, but I'm getting better at it and I, than I have been. If I was in my studio, I'd probably be a little bit smoother. But I just got some vodka. Keith just brought me a drink, so I imagine I'll probably start kicking ass on this show in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Comfy Saturday, Comfy Saturday. And uh, we got our little uh, cussing F-bombs on the um, intro, which I'm sure shocked y'all when y'all heard me play that. <laughs> but I did take y'all to warn you. But uh, it was great. I, you know, I kind of like really cuss in real life a lot. So 
I try to keep it very professional on the show and very clean, and we're Russell and I have post-traumatic stress disorder from a previous co-host that we had, and so we really like to keep it clean. But I think on, you know, I don't see how we can keep it clean much longer with this election going the way it is. I mean, I'm getting really pissed. And like Russell said, he said he has some blue dog Democrat friends. And I'll be honest with you, I'm to the point now where I just am almost can't even hardly be friends with any Democrats because I, in my mind, they are enemy of the state. At this point, I've already went into war mode. I may be, you know, they acting are, all calm, are, but in my mind, I'm are, in war mode. Yeah, once you go in war mode, right? You cut it off. You know? Yeah, well, yeah, that is true and stuff. But uh, like you said, I think this whole thing will continue to uh, collapse uh, under its weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the military's had these servers. We now know that there are <coughs> direct ties to. Uh, was China, Cuba, Iran, mm-hmm. and the UK, Venezuela, China, <laughs> Venezuela, and Serbia, and Bosnia, uh, and these people definitely come out ahead by uh, Democrat being in office. Uh, the evidence that's been turned over is just so overwhelming that, I mean, I, it, it, if you're able to deny what you're seeing coming out. Uh, you've got a problem anyway. You're suffering from uh, Trump derangement uh, syndrome there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it just can't go on. And uh, the, the military is going to have to become involved. And, I mean, they already are to a certain extent. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. our smooths out there working uh, and stuff. So, you know, that's always a good sign. But they, we're going to have to step in. Well, we are making some changes, and Obviously. Um, with this military going on, and it's becoming quite obvious. Uh, let me. Uh, I want to. I'm going to play you this uh, clip from what happened to the, what you're talking about. Hang on. The administration has just removed 11 high-profile advisors from the Pentagon's Defense Policy Board. Among them is former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Three Pentagon officials revealed on Wednesday that the Trump administration has just removed 11 high-profile advisors from the Defense Policy Board of the Department of Defense. Among those dismissed are former Secretaries of State Henry Kissinger and Madeleine Albright, former Ranking Member of the House Intelligence Committee Jane Harman, former House Majority Leader Eric Cantor, and the Clinton administration's Deputy Attorney General Jamie Gorelick. The Defense Policy Board is overseen by the Pentagon's top policy official. It is an influential group of outside experts advising top Pentagon and military leaders. The removal of the 11 advisors comes after President Trump fired former Defense Secretary Mark Esper earlier this month. The administration has just removed a... All right, so you remember when Esper was removed? You remember when Miller was put in place? When Ezra Cohen Watnick was put underneath him, you're starting to see, you know, that's when they created the uh, Special Operations Division, where the three-letter agencies um, loosely interpreting they're supposed to report to them before they do operations, as well as um, they have a direct uh, line to the president. So uh, supposedly, you know, like what Kennedy initially wanted, but it was never able to implement. So it looks like they had a little cleansing here. They removed like 11 of the old guards, so to speak, that some people can say are part of the swamp, part of the deep state. Glad they removed them. 
you know, maybe it should have been done a long time ago. I don't know why things are taking as long as they are, but um, I'm sure there was a reason behind it, obviously. So something I would imagine is coming in the next couple of weeks. Something has to be coming in the next couple of weeks. If they're kicking those advisors out, they obviously don't want them to know what they're doing. So that, uh, that I thought was very interesting. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and see exactly what happens with these uh, special operations and see. That's why I'm here today to announce, this is, this is an element, uh-oh. Uh, I'm here today to announce that I directed the special operations civilian leadership to report directly to me instead of through the current bureaucratic channels. This historic step finalizes what Congress has authorized and directed and will put Special Operations Command on par with the military services for the first time. Well, I found some great clips, didn't I? I've worked all day long on these clips, okay? It's not easy to find the, this information and to record it and download it, but that, I thought that was really important because, you know, we were just talking about la the last show about Esper getting fired and that something was fixing to go down, right? Mm -hmm. That people are knowing right. what's going on. You've got Sidney Powell dropping this bomb after bomb after bomb. You've got Twitter and Facebook. Even though they tried to shut us down, you're still seeing the Kraken, uh, you know, unleash the Kraken. You're still seeing about the blockchain. You're still seeing all this information ooze out, you know. And then mm. you have them come out and switch around the Pentagon and move up Ezra. And then they come in and fire to now on Thanksgiving, Henry Kissinger, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like these deep state, uh, Madeline Albright, I think she said, uh, these deep state, yeah. deep monsters, right? They've been there forever. As he moves out all the, the players in the Pentagon, he brings up Ezra, who I think is like, uh, uh, well, I think Flynn is Q, and I think Ezra is, that's his protege. And so I think he worked with Flynn on Q and, you know, with Trump and stuff. But, uh, then he, he pardons General Flynn, okay? The, the Democrats are losing their freaking ever-loving mind. He brings back the damn firing squad, you know? He has <laughs> oh, yeah. these rats freaking the hell out, okay? Because he's, like he's got the airplanes that we talked about last week, okay? So if y'all didn't listen to my show last yeah. week, you might want to go back. But I'll update you real quick. If you look, go to Monkey Works, W-E-R-X-U-S. Monkey Works U.S. on YouTube. You don't have to have a subscription, but it wouldn't hurt for you to get a subscription so you could subscribe to Wolfpack PAQ Radio, my radio show, which I could use some subscribers. And uh, anyways, but yeah, so things are really going down. We were watching these helicopters, these uh, military vehicles in the air, mili military aircraft in the air, and uh, Monkey said that usually he never sees over two or two fifty maximum, and that's pushing it. That's 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 a massive amount. But last week, like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one day had over 1,100, one day over 1,200, another day over 1,300. And there was many, many, many trips to black op sites and to Gitmo. And some of the black op sites, he explains that they pick up these prisoners, and they take them, and they waterboard them, and they get information out. And they're making a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of trips to these black op sites. They've been busy as hell. And so something's going on. They've been placing troops. We've got Trump coming out saying… Oh, the vaccines are going to be here next week. He just gets through saying, oh, you're going to see something next week. You know, going to blow your mind, right, on this conference he gave earlier today. So, I mean, I think it was today. I, I watched the YouTube of it today. But um, so, yeah, I mean, he's got things going. He's setting this up strategically. So the hunters have uh, – the, the hunted have become the hunters. We are on straight <laughs> offense. And you can tell with his tone in that first clip that I played when he says, don't you ever talk to me like that again. The gloves have come off. 
And I've said mm-hmm. from day freaking one that the storm was going to hit 11-4 the day after election. Well, I was off because we didn't have an election end, you know. But the minute that Donald Trump is declared winner, they start realizing that uh, that Donald Trump is the winner is when the storm is here. And that's now. Like Russell just said, people are waking up. CNN's backing down. The storm – I've been waiting to say this, and I can cuss because it's my show, but the the Storm is mother effing here, okay? It's here. And <laughs> yeah. it's here. Donald Trump told us it was here when he told that finally, told that reporter, Don't ever talk to me like that again. You're a lightweight and I'm the president of the United States of America. Boom. I'm pulling <laughs> rank. I'm the big dog. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yep. I mean that's it. That and like you said, there is so much going on. Uh uh Miller who replaced Destry there, Matt, is uh, he is, I don't mean Oath Keeper in the sense of the organization, but I mean his sworn oath. He's a guy who stands behind that. And uh, uh, him and Flynn go way back. And I think uh, uh, General Flynn, our, pre- uh, our general's been uh, pardoned. And I think, uh, I think. I think things are going to come to a head regular, uh, fairly quickly here. Now, you got to remember, people, and I'm one of the worst people in the world to telling you. Be patient, okay? I have zero to no patience. Uh, it's barely even a little speed bump in the road. It's the truth. It he doesn't me. lie. <laughs> he's telling the truth. He's, he's just like a little rabid freaking dog, okay? I literally, sometimes I won't call into Joseph's show, even though I'm still part, part of the family, as is Russell. But, um, I won't even call in for months at a time, but when I start seeing some of Russell's posts get aggressive and he's like foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog, then I go call in on the show and I tame him and Virgil down with my common sense, my logic, and my facts. Okay, and because I'm 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 the common sense, believe it or not, here. But he but the only difference between Russell and other people, or I guess I shouldn't, I really shouldn't dox you on here, but oh well. Already dogs. Okay. But he's the best militia. He's a he's a combat vet. He's a wounded vet. He gave it all for our country. You know, he put his life on the line and took injuries. And then he came back and served our country by being a militia leader. And I've been I've been trained with a lot of militias. I've cross trained with a lot of militias. And Russell is the best militia man I have ever met in my life. And he's taught so many people you don't even know. So when other people are like foaming at the mouth, fixing to jump on it, Gunny's serious. Okay, Gunny ain't playing. All right, Gunny don't play. Mm-hmm. This is like these guys are like foaming at the freaking mouth, and it's like to the point if this could have turned the other way that you're literally talking about by ballot or by bullet, and that's where we were coming to because this is a war, and that's why I said right. like, war zone. I've already shut the dims out because in war, and I was trained like I said by Russell, and I mean I, if it guess if you just looked at me you wouldn't think I was so strategic. I'm very strategic, aren't I, Russell? <laughs> I'm always very strategic, right? <laughs> but, uh, very much so. But when you go into war mode, you have to just, you have to psych yourself out, and you have to shut that whole war- world off. See, I've never been in war, but I was a boxer, and I went into a tough man contest mm-hmm. with about 2,000 screaming rednecks, okay? I was the last one there, okay? All the way down to the very end, Hurricane Ann. But uh, when I got up there, I, I couldn't focus on all those people screaming and all that. I just had to shut it all out and and just the only thing that existed was my right hook, my left hook, my my bob, my weave, my you know that's all that mattered. One mm-hmm. two, one two. That's all that mattered. That was the only thing in my world. And right now that I'm going in war mode, right? That's how I feel about it too. I mean, I'm just like windfalls. And and you know when if this shit would would go down bad, 
Mm-hmm. People that hesitate are going to freaking die, okay? And I try to explain yeah. that to my husband today, which he understands. My husband's very awake, although we do cross paths when it comes to decisions with these stocks, okay? And he's more uh, conservative, and I'm more like, sell it now, you know? But uh, so we're usually getting some heated debates. I mean, no one gets to that, right? Which, I mean, he's put 100% in it, so I can't really say anything. But uh, I do say something because I'm the wife, right? But uh, if the EMP hits, and I was telling him today, if the EMP hits, you have to recognize immediately the vehicles are not working. No, the lights just aren't out. Your lights don't work. You just assume that your electricity is out. You're going to sit around for a couple hours, see if the lights – no. If your lights go out, go outside and see if your vehicle starts. Well, I'm in the country, so I'm not going to see a lot of traffic. If those vehicles don't mm-hmm. start, if you don't see any traffic real quick, you've got about an hour to get your shit together and get the hell out of Dodge before you can't even do anything. And the only people that will survive an EMP are the ones that hustle from the minute it hits. And the ones that wait for two hours, three hours, they're going to get their stuff janked. They're starting to be violence within – 12 hours, it's going to be a different world than what you even knew, okay? So mm-hmm. same thing with a Biden win. If he was to be elected, we literally have no time at all, at all. First thing I think, and I, my husband kind of disagrees, but I don't. I say sell stocks immediately because F him, I will not ever help him with his economy because I'm petty like that, okay? I'm petty. I need more Jesus. I know I do. Sell the stocks immediately because everybody else is going to, and you're not going to have anything. And so even if you take a big penalty, a 30% penalty, say you get 100000 yeah. instead of 130000 or whatever, you know, you have to take a cut. Well, it's better than nothing. And, I mean, this is something that you can't mm-hmm. you can't uh, wait an hour. This has to be done immediately or it's too late, you know? Yeah. And you have to react. You have to react, so – I mean, I've got a backup plan, but it's not going to happen. Trump's winning this, and I, you know, it kind of looked a little discouraging. And you know, we have so many people that we've had to talk, talk off the ledge, but we're sitting there telling them, "Look, you know, it's not what's going down. Uh, we're winning." And then, you know, all they're hearing on the mainstream media is we we lost in court. And I was actually shocked, shocked that the Pennsylvania. Supreme Court there, legislative, whatever, voted against us. I was actually – I was shocked after the hearing that we had Friday in Pennsylvania. Is that that third but I, was, but I was real relieved to hear that, that that's when Trump called in and Rudy Giuliani was there. But mm-hmm. uh, what happened was I've got mm-hmm. a, one more clip, and I, I want to play this because this is important. This is really big. So check this out. So you guys saw and gals saw Senator Doug, all right, Mastriano. He was um, right there at that uh, legislature hearing where Rudy Giuliani and uh, Boris didn't make it, but um, Jenna Ellis did. So it was Jenna Ellis and Rudy, and they presented a bunch of uh, witnesses, eyewitnesses. And it's just – it's insanity to where the media keeps saying, hey, look, there's there's no evidence. But yet they they present all these eyewitnesses. They have people that were part of the scam that will come forward and testify. So not only do they have eyewitnesses – just think about this like in practical terms. If there was a hearing, all right, if there was a hearing, um, you know, a court date set for like a murder trial, and you have an eyewitness that saw Bob kill Ted, and he saw it, right? And then you have another person that saw the same thing, another person that saw the same thing, another person that saw the same thing. But Bob keeps saying, nothing to see here. You know, he didn't kill Ted. But he's got 10, 20, 100 witnesses that all say they saw Bob kill Ted. 
What do you think is going to happen to that person? Where do you think, where do you think Bob's going? Bob's going to jail. So that's evidence. That's something that you see in court of law, if the court of law isn't compromised, that, um, that, that happens all across our country. When you have eyewitnesses that see things, that pretty much, especially when you got more than two, you got 20, you got 100, you got thousands, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. They're going to jail. They're a bad guy, right? They're a bad guy. They're going to jail. That doesn't seem to be happening here. So I would just wonder how deep this corruption really, really goes. It's kind of speaking to how bad um, our legal systems got, our, um, you know, our, our intelligence agencies, our security agencies, <laughs> you know, the government, all of our three-letter agencies. It's, uh, it's really disturbing. It's very disturbing. But um, so Senator says that uh, this was posted on the Department of State's dashboard, but has since been deleted. So who's deleting all this stuff? I mean, you heard about um, there in the hearing there when they were in front of the Senate talking to, you know, the senator here, and they were talking to the other representatives when, when Rudy was talking about it. They were um, asking about this uh, mysterious, you know, number of votes that um, there was way more ballots um, than, you know, people that had registered for them, right? So say they sent out, you know, a million ballots and two million came back. Well, it's like, okay, where'd that other million came for? We only sent out one million. And so that's one of the things that they're kind of talking about right here. It says Pennsylvania reports having mailed out 1.8 million ballots, of which 1.4 were returned. I didn't say all the actual numbers. You can see them right there. Yet total mail-in votes number 2.589242 million. Where did the extra 2.589242 minus 1,462,302 ballots equal 1 million 126,940 votes come from. So he's saying that there's an additional 1.126,940 votes. So over a million votes that came in, in addition to what was mailed out. So how do you have that? Right, right there, you already know there's just rampant fraud, right? You got rampant fraud. And one of the things that I thought was interesting too in Pennsylvania, I believe it was Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was. Remember Skinny Joe, how they had that article in like the Buffalo, Buffalo Times or something like that, where he said that he was uh, paid uh, $10 a ballot. Him and his crew were paid $10, million, or $10 a ballot, and they uh, did 300,000 ballots, and they got paid $3 million. He said that uh, he would, you know, go forward and, um, you know, basically if he got immunity and his past record expunged or scrubbed, he would, you know, explain to them how, how it happened. I don't know if you saw, but in the news, it wasn't covered very broadly <clears throat> on uh, mainstream media, of course, but it was covered uh, in some articles where the Philly mob went down. So the whole Philly mob went down, but no mention of Skinny Joe. So I just wonder if we're going to be seeing an appearance from Skinny Joe, where maybe Skinny Joe turned on, you know, his, his mob family. He gets immunity. He gets his... Uh, record, you know, expunged, and in turn, not only is he going to talk about what Biden's team or whoever was behind this did, he also possibly gave up the mob because you can find the articles out there. So the Philly mob went down, but no mention of Skinny Joe being part of that. So I thought that was very interesting as well. All right, so we got um, this is one of the things that um, you know people were hitting me up. They were really you know freaked out this morning, uh, saying, "Oh my God, what happened?" You know, Philadelphia, you know, just, you know, Pennsylvania just, you know, screwed us. You know, they said that there's no evidence. What is going on? So let's uh, talk about that a little bit here. It says appeals court rejects Trump's campaign Pennsylvania lawsuit setting up Supreme Court next. All right. So it says the, the Trump's uh, or Trump's uh, 2020 campaign uh, legal team suffered another blow in court on Friday as 
a federal appeals court in Philadelphia rejected the attorney's effort to contest the results of the presidential election in Pennsylvania. Judge Habibus wrote on behalf of the three-judge panel that reviewed the appeal, free, fair elections are are, are the lifeblood of our democracy. Charges of unfairness are serious, but calling an election unfair does not make it so. Charges require specific allegations and then proof. We have neither here. That's interesting. Remember what I said about all the eyewitnesses, all all those people that they produced? So that's no longer proof or evidence. That's crazy how that is in pretty much every other case that ever goes before court. Uh, Trump's attorneys have vowed to appeal the case to the Supreme Court despite the round dismissal from the appeals court. says the case was argued last week by President Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, who presented the case that the results of the election had been undermined by widespread voter fraud across Pennsylvania, but, but Giuliani offered little tangible evidence to fortify his claims. All three of the judges on Friday's panel of the third U.S. Circuit Court judges were appointed by Republicans, including Judge Bibas, who is uh, a Trump appointee until 2019. President Trump's sister, Marianne Trump Barry, sat on the court for two decades. On Tuesday, the state of Pennsylvania certified its election results in favor of Joe Biden, who will officially receive the Keystone State's 20 electoral votes. Biden led Trump in Pennsylvania by about 80,000 votes. Following Friday's ruling, a senior Trump campaign attorney, uh, Jenna Ellis, tweeted, the activist judicial machinery in Pennsylvania continues to cover up the allegations of massive fraud. On to SCOTUS. So on to the Supreme Court they go. All right. So since that article this morning, then you have the legislation that came out and basically said that they're going to turn things on its head. They said that um, in an immediate future, or in the immediate future, we'll be introducing the following resolution. A resolution declaring the results of statewide electoral contests in the 2020 general election to be in dispute. So this, and then you're going to see the interview here, they're basically saying that uh, they don't agree with the court, and they're going to actually use their legislative power to overturn this. So this is this is going to be a very interesting fight because you've got the court that just basically threw it out, and then you've got the legislation, which is you know Republican um, controlled, saying, "Nah, we're going to use our powers and we're going to we're going to mix things up here." So you can read through this entire uh, memorandum right here, but uh, you'll get the gist of it here, I believe, in this interview. So let's go ahead and play uh, from our good buddy Methods page. Let's get uh, Senator Doug on here. All right. Hold on, hold on. I think we got some breaking news here. You're saying you're going to get a joint resolution to actually go forward, and, and the Republicans control the House and the Senate to go forward to, to basically take the power back from the Secretary of State and put it in the state legislature to put forward the electors? That is exactly what we're going to do. And so, look, it's, it's going to obviously be a struggle. We're going to hear the palpitations and, you know, the outcries of, of, the, of our Governor Wolf and Secretary Bookbar, who need, whose resignation should have happened months ago, and she should have never been confirmed. But you know what? We have that power, and we're going to take that power back because there's so much evidence of shenanigans and fraud, and we can't stand aside and just watch this unfold around us here. You know, it, it's not about disenfranchising anybody. It's making sure – that every legal vote counted, and if there is extensive shenanigans out there, it's up to the General Assembly to step in. So we have a fight on our hands, and we're, we're going to fight. We're going to take the fight all the way to, to the U.S. Supreme Court if we have to. 
Amen. So you got some patriots standing up. That's great to see. You know, you hear about so many other people that um, they seem to be compromised for something, and they're just not doing. They're not doing their part. They're not standing up. They're just going along. I mean, when you look at the uh, the court there, they just said there's no evidence, and they're you know Republicans by nature. Uh, you know, it just tells you the this stuff goes really deep. It goes really deep. So it's great to see you know patriots standing up and saying, you know what, we're going to try to right this wrong. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if we don't, we're going to lose our country. You know, we're going to lose our country. Can you imagine if the Supreme Court, you know, did the same thing, if they if they were compromised or if they went the way against the Constitution or they just decided to, I don't know, just go go against common sense, go against the evidence? It would be uh, pretty horrible. So it's good to see patriots standing up, all right? That's awesome. Oh yeah, man. Uh he was spot on with all of that and uh you know, it's a battle like you said earlier, Hurricane. We are in a war right now and we have to be patient. We have our digital warriors out there doing their thing. We have it working through the courts. Everybody just needs to remain calm, stay at the ready because I trust you if need be. Our president will tell us to come on. Uh, do you think that's right, mm-hmm. Ann, that Victoria? Yeah, I actually got a call today. Uh, I'm not going to say who's from, but uh, I know you're listening. And uh, uh, asking me, are you going to row with me if the president calls us to come to Washington? Because everyone knows that I'm the one that doesn't – I don't like to go to the rallies, even in Texas, because I feel like militia is the last defense for our community. And I definitely do not believe in going out of state because I believe that militias should stay within our state. However, as a patriot and an American, if my president calls me, I'm on my way. And so I'll just tell you, if it's my brother, I don't even care because he's a badass, and that's why his name is Bear, and I love him. And uh, my family's all pretty badass, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> it's like you're very, very people. But uh, he's got a badass truck, and he's like, you're riding with me. And I'm like, hell yeah. You know, This truck is badass. And I, I knew just huge. I can just see it with my Trump flag. I was like, I've got an extra bulletproof vest. <laughs> I've got an extra Kevlar helmet. <laughs> Let's do it. it is, you know, if you're going to have to die, it's, I think that's worth dying for. Don't y'all? Oh, oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to remember how this country was founded, you know. Uh, the only mm-hmm. reason we've been free as long as we have is, those guys, they put everything on the line, their fortune, their lives, their families, their land. Mm-hmm. And 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 I was afraid to, well, no, I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Most people, the vast majority of the American citizenship, citizenry, however you'd like to say it, I think they're actually afraid of freedom. Because freedom requires rugged individuality, self-reliance, mm-hmm. self-preservation, mm-hmm. And uh, with the war on uh, alpha males or men in general that's gone on for decades, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're not the people we once were. And we're now at a point in history where we better find our way back. Right. Well, I think it's real encouraging to see people like uh, the legislative in Pennsylvania actually getting off their ass and doing their job. Now, what's really surprising here is that the Democrats had such a poor game plan that they chose to leave us vulnerable in states that we have a loaded deck when it comes to red Senate and red House. 
not the, the not the brightest crayons in the box, are they? <laughs> when they are the ones that, that can make the electors, right? Crazy, so many bombs, man! So many bombs. Just like I've been, I've been, ooh, queuing on people, telling people this is going to happen. Oh, it's so good, right? I mean, we don't even know where to talk, what to talk about. We're just jumping all over the board. It's just so much stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So what are you going to do, Russell? If they call you, a... call you to go to Washington. What are you going to do? Get in my jeep. Throw my wreck in. Please, wreck's probably already in it. <laughs> you there, Russell? Might have stepped out for a second. Oh no! Yeah. Here I am. I'm sorry. I had myself muted there. Oh no! Uh, Grab my dog. If our president calls, <laughs> if our president calls on his people to stand up, we will. We're not. I mean, the numbers grow exponentially every day about the people who believe and now seeing the evidence believe this was a fraudulent election and. uh the American people are not going to allow this to happen, and that's very sad news because Democrats are becoming more desperate. They know they're busted, and it's right there in the Constitution. It's our constitutional mm-hmm. duty as American citizens to remove a corrupt, rogue, or tyrannical government. It's, it's the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It's our duty. Your mind hurricanes, mm-hmm. everybody listening to this program right now. It is our duty mm-hmm. as an American. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. It's our other And duty it, to, whenever they say, you know, to arms, that's what we do. And, you know, a lot of people, and, and I've, I've talked in depth to a lot of people about the mentality needed if you've never been in the military, if you've never been in a militia, um, if you um, are new to the um, Second Amendment type um, and the constitutional mentality, you need to, um, you, you have to understand what the Constitution is all about. You have to understand what the Second Amendment is all about. You have to understand what your rights are and your your duty as an American is. You have to understand what freedom really means and the sacrifice that those people who have gone before us have made and it's you know a lot of people they they do they talk a big game um, but they don't really take the time to think about and in in my understanding pray about what it is they're being asked to do and that is a mistake on their part because it's very, very serious. And you need to train. You need to think about, and you need to spend time. Uh, in my book, you need to spend time with veterans. You need to spend time with your militia. You need to spend time 
understanding what it's all about or you'll never get it. Okay? Um, If you're being asked to do something of this magnitude, you got to be ready. And you're never going to be ready if you take this lightly because uh, if it comes down to something like that, if our, if the deep state is really going to, pardon my French, P-H-U-Q-U-E-S, and we end up in a Civil War type of situation, people are going to have to be ready. This is no joke. You know what I mean? Well, I'm on the Internet. On Bing, I didn't pull up the go, a duck, duck, go this time, and I tried to type mm-hmm. in Second Amendment, and uh-huh. you know it's I have not found the entire Second Amendment yet. I haven't read a single one of them that hasn't cut off the part about the militia. Really? Nope. And I'm on the second page. Purse. I'm just now going to the third page. <laughs> the it's like it's been scrubbed. I'm right to my purse, man. Just, you know, unbelievable. I'm on the third page and have ridiculous. not seen the whole entire Second Amendment yet. Are you kidding? Wow. No. That's insane. Well, wow. You know, it's really just China. It's been rewrote, and especially with uh, these big tech <coughs> searches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, this is all propaganda. It's more, it's everywhere you look right now. There's been a propaganda. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, war going on for years and years. Uh, the same thing mm-hmm. with our indoctrination centers, also known as schools and universities. Exactly. People, we've got two generations, with the exception of those that stepped up and served, and a few other exceptions. But by far, mm-hmm. the majority of them have been taught group thinking to hate this country and socialism is good. And Right. Where we failed, <coughs> we failed. We were too busy chasing the dollar, doing whatever it was we were doing that we found pleasurable at that time in life. We allowed this stuff mm-hmm. to go on because we weren't paying attention. And yeah. using like 9,000 excuses. Uh, now, there's a few of us mm-hmm. been tracking this stuff for decades uh, and have known it was coming to. Uh, vast majority of people uh, didn't care enough to pay attention. They were entertained by the NFL, Hollywood, uh, exactly. the network television show. Uh, uh, newspapers are pretty much non-existent except for a few liberal rights here and there. Stuff. Everybody gets everything off the Internet. And who controls mm-hmm. the Internet? Google, uh, yeah. Bing, uh, uh, you know, you've got Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, California has I mean, made homeschooling so hard. If you think you're not, if you think you're, if you think you're not being listened to, uh, I caught my microphone on my phone on the other day. I never turn that thing on and stuff. But uh, a buddy of mine was sitting there rolling around talking about some. Uh, New armor we wanted to check out, swimmer cut and stuff like that. And uh, we had lunch there. I got my Jeep, and I was going to check my uh, 
uh, email and stuff like that before I pull out of the parking lot. And I had advertisements on every app, social media, uh, email, the whole nine yards that was nothing but swimmer cut, uh, lightweight body armor. I mean, that just just doesn't happen. Right. It's ridiculous. They totally listen to everything we say. It took me this long. Like I regularly, you know, flip them off and, you know. (laughs) I'm always, you know, saying nasty stuff into my <laughs> into my phone <laughs> to the deep state. <laughs> yep. It's terrible. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, did you finally find it, Hurricane? Hurricane, <laughs> did you find? Yes, I finally found it. Oh. Okay. Cool. It should never take taken this long to find a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. That uh, that didn't is that worded right? And that, that sounded kind of funny. There. You did something kind of funny, didn't you? I need to I need to find my constitution. I usually funny. have my I have it sitting on my in my oh. studio right on my desk, but I'm not in my on studio. The other side so. of the house. Yes, I'm in. I'm inside the house, and it's a. It's so crazy trying to do a show here. I yeah. literally right now have my dad's dog. So freezing. My dad died. Since this is casual Saturday, I just put this in. So I'm in my room, and I have my dad's dog. My dad died, and he left me this dog, Dixie. And I just, oh, Dixie is just, oh, you don't even know she's a rat terrier. <laughs> I don't like little yipping dogs. Well, she's just now scratching, scratching, scratching on the door, and she coughs 24-7. So you hear her hacking Aww. the whole show. And then Sabrina screams at me, my cat, my black cat. She's a liberal, I think. And <laughs> this cat thinks she's the boss of me. So she's going to climb on me, scratch me, sit on my shoulder, walk on my face. I mean, she is the diva cat from hell. And I've got, I'm fixing to make her her own Facebook page because she's probably going to go viral because this cat is – Freaking hilarious, okay? <laughs> and uh, she's very aggressive. I definitely wouldn't mind being a boxo with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she's like a dog. She follows me around everywhere. So I'm trying to talk to y'all. I've got Sabrina jumping down on my computer, Dixie hacking everywhere. Ivanka went in and out <laughs> thinking I might have food. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't see any animals to do the show in the house. I so, so I apologize to all the listeners, especially for being on this phone. But uh, I want to get oh, back on the nice. air, and I don't want to. I don't want to wait till my studio's done. You know, so it is what it is. <laughs> and by the way, we're having a lot of people listening to us from China and Russia, and I generally don't get hits from China and Russia. Normally, we're about ninety-four percent America, or ninety-five percent, and then like maybe one percent Canada, maybe two percent <clears> sometimes, and then we're Australia. You know, five to four, four to five percent. <clears> you know, so that's usually how we break down. Right now, our last show, we were 84% in America, and all these European countries, every European country just got hit on us. Russia, China, South Africa, New Zealand, uh, South America, I mean, everywhere. I mean, every place in Europe just about. We had a 1%, 1%, 1%, just about, and the whole globe was just lit up. And uh, it was really crazy, and I guess that's telling us that. Uh, one, hello, everybody out there across the world that's listening to Wolfpack Radio. Thank you for tuning in. And obviously they're trying to tell us that they care about what happens in these elections because what happens mm-hmm. here in America affects the whole world. We are the last shining light upon the hill. We are the last place to have a dream. And yes. if we're gone, that dream is gone for the world. 
exactly. But you can see by exactly. them tuning in what they're saying. They're trying to find out information, you know? Yeah. I love well, my Ron friends Reagan in Russia. I love the beautiful Russian language. I miss it. I miss it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Russians <laughs> are listening. Might not be friendly. <laughs> That's probably oh. So we're going to take a quick break. You never We've know. An hour. We've been on for an hour, and I actually had downloaded that. Uh, I finally, on the when that other clip was playing, I downloaded the. Devil went down to Georgia, and it still won't download. It's buffering, so I don't know what's going on with oh. that song. But if y'all get a chance to go to YouTube and Google in Georgia, Devil went down to Georgia election parody, and this is the most hilarious video you've ever seen. It's just awesome, and it, I think the Democrats <laughs> did make a deal with the devil, you know. But I guess Georgia's going to get blown the hell mm-hmm. up, and I guess Georgia mayor uh, governor is going to jail, and he's a he's a Republican, right? He's a Republican in Georgia, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, it, Kemp, isn't it? Isn't K, uh, K-E-M-P-F or T or something like that. Uh, yes, he is a Republican, but he's a uh, globalist slash uh, uh, establishment slash China-owned governor, just like our very own here in uh, Texas, Rick Perry. He's the worst because he supported Trump publicly, you know? So he's just like, eh, 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 stabbing us in the back, you know? So, yeah, he's the worst. But I guess that's what happened with Sidney Powell's probably talking to Trump, you know, in a skiff somewhere, right? And uh, secure uh, containment information mm-hmm. facility. And they're probably sitting there, like, talking, and she's like, hey, I got the goods on the Republican. He's like, oh, shit, you're on my legal team. Okay, you're not on – If you, you haven't signed any papers. We haven't paid you. You're not on my legal team. Let's divide and conquer. You go out to the legal mm-hmm. part. You go. You have the criminal part. I'm going to go up to the legal part, you know, and we can get more accomplished and get different things done with different players. And this gives well, her the to go in and call out the stuff that he maybe can't, you know. Well, and, and exactly, and you never want to have a single prong attack in anything that you do. All right, and here you have right. a prong attack uh, from two different directions. Uh, not only in that. Keeps them busier than a uh, uh, single prong attack ever would, and I think it's just good tactics. Uh, I don't think there's any kind of serious rift between Sidney Powell and the president. Uh, I think things are going just the yeah. way he wants them to at this point. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to take a quick little break so I can put the dogs outside, but I made this clip for y'all of Donald Trump, and uh, it's just really amazing. And then I'll play a song after that because it's very, very short, but this is very inspirational, and I like it because if you could see the video of it, the video has all these Navy SEALs and fighter jets Mm -hmm. and uh, battleships, and they're doing just crazy army good stuff, and I love oh, it. Oh, cool! And I uh, and so I really get into that stuff. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like a tomboy, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess people don't know me. I'm actually a mother of five, and and served Mary Kay, and was an administrative assistant for years, and uh, went to school to be a counselor. So I'm not always a tomboy, but I have my moments. My true self is a tomboy, but I know how to <laughs> I, I know how to act like a lady. All right, here we go. This is a very different administration than the United States has had in the past. Do not underestimate us and do not try us. 
We will defend our common security, our shared prosperity, and our sacred liberty. We will not be intimidated. America does not seek conflict or confrontation, but we will never run from it. If the righteous men do not confront the wicked few, then evil will thrive. Anyone who doubts the strength I'm sorry, it's buffering a little bit. Should I finish playing this again? <laughs> Guess not. Usually when we have a lot of buffering and we get kicked off a lot, it's because there's hack hackers like the left, uh, the trolls will come in and start trying to hack us and knock us off and Start with the termination of the United States. Oh, here it is. Yep. Mm. She's going to act up tonight, huh? Eh. I'm doing it right. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> that was really inspiring. It sucks. Mm. No, I guess it's just not going to play. Well, anyways, I tried, right? Mm, yep. Maybe my song will play. This is a new song by uh, J.T. Wilde that he wrote for... Uh, the Matrix Groove Show, and he wrote it especially for them, and I really hope it plays because it's really badass. Deplorable, and we love the name they got 
the bodies in the dirt and need someone to blame. Got a pension for greed and money to spare. They put the dollars in the coffers and the lives in the air. Well, We are the patriots, trust the plan because we have it all and the fate is in our hands. Had a reason to fool us, but we didn't take the bait. They want to take us to hell, but we got guns in the cage. That's it, Ganny. You're getting muted next time if you're going to be burping on the show. I know that was your beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually went with my coffee, man. I don't know how that jumped out of there, man. Uh, <laughs> Kim made some excellent red beans and rice one while ago. That might have something to do with it. <laughs> so we have just really been talking about some crazy stuff tonight. So first we brought out all these bombs with Sydney. Uh, Sydney Powell coming out, releasing the Kraken, letting us know that the DOD had a cyber security way, a computer way of hack to go in and actually watch all this cheating in live time. We've had leaks coming out about blockchain. Now, they're starting to ooze that out today. They just put a little video out just showing 
someone marking the pages with this blockchain and how they detect it, right? No word, no words or anything. Just leave, leave it to your imagination. Just to torture these people, right? Ta- taunt them. That's what Trump's doing. Then he's he's sitting there and he's just being quiet. He ignores these reporters for days and days and days. And then when he finally takes questions from them, he reams them. You know, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, they don't know what he's doing. He goes in. He fires all these people in cybersecurity and the national intelligence, the Pentagon, and the uh, head of intelligence, and it replaces them with these insiders that we know are probably part of the Q team. And it's my, it's my guess. It's just my guess. That's my personal guess. And I've been wrong many times, but that's my personal guess. And uh, then you know, coming in and replacing, taking all these senior officials out, bringing our insiders in, and then actually having a press conference. And saying that the special ops is like its own little division now, and they no longer report to the feds and the CIA. They report to, to, to them instead, to Ezra. So they just got cut completely out of the loop. Now, right after that well, happens, you've got these, these uh, military aircraft everywhere, and they're out of the loop. They don't know because they use the special force. They, they control the special forces, but now they don't have access to them anymore. Y'all knew that, right? Right, right. Did know that. Uh-huh. Stuff. And, uh That's why. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I was kind of glad to. Well, I can't say I was kind of glad to see it come out, but I'm glad it's finally out there about these uh, teams that 99.9 percent of America didn't even know we had. They're called SMU. Uh, smooth is what we slang we use for it. It's special uh, special military units, and these guys are the ones who probably went in and got the servers. Uh, uh, and these guys are absolutely unbelievable. I mean, uh, and I know I'm gonna piss a lot of my Marine brothers off. Okay, you know, uh, you've got Force Recon, you've got SEAL, da da da. You've got the Rangers, that then you got Delta Force. Mm-hmm. All right. And Delta Force is the best of the best. Uh, I mean, you have Marines uh, go there, uh, SEALs and stuff like that, and they still have a failure rate of 95%, okay? Those guys are the creed. Well, one step above them is your SMUs. And uh, these guys, uh, they work in the dark. It's uh, most everything they do is covert and... Uh, they're a special group of guys and stuff to know that these guys are openly operating now should scare the shit out of the deep state. They literally have to be terrified because they know that the hammer is coming down on them and that they have overwhelming proof. Like she said, not just the implications of this are so huge because what we're talking about is not just the fact that we have never, ever, ever in a long time had any control of our election. So when you think about this, this whole time we've been so mean to California, these Californians weren't voting in these Democrats. Right. They were being robbed. These China operatives were being placed wherever and, – and Iraq and Saudi Arabia and whoever else, you know. Wherever they wanted puppets, they paid off them and put them in, and they controlled these elections, and they put their players to start forming this for their agenda, which was set up by Obama to give them this stuff and their own laws. 
And meanwhile, mm-hmm. all these shows in Venezuela and all these foreign actors and realizing that all these different countries that use this same software for voting, all these countries never had a choice. Worldwide, we were screwed, okay? And when people start mm-hmm. waking up to this, I don't think people have actually woke up to this fact because there's still that you know little bit of deniability that we have, you know, yeah. that we want to feel like we have mm-hmm. some control. We have had no control. And like I said, Russell, you know, from the day one on Resistance Radio, when I started in 2015, I have said over and over and over from 2015, we have already had World War III. We were – no one even knows it. They came in. They infiltrated all of our offices. They put their players in. They basically dismantled America, and no one even knows it. We lost, and no one oh, knows yeah. it. You know? and, and I was yeah. right. You know? Absolutely. But the thing is, uh, uh, they miscalculated this so bad. I mean, this was set up, and this would have gone off without a hitch, Okay. But the people who set these algorithms was like, okay, so we're going to need 11, 12, 13% more votes here. So they set the algorithm up for that state for that, and this one for this, and this one for that. <coughs> well, the Trump landslide turned out to be so overwhelming that about 1,100 hours, uh, I'm sorry, 2,300 hours on Election night, they go, oh, wait a minute, man. We can't pull this off with the cheating we've got set up. So that's why you had everyone shut down. They readjusted the algorithms. Uh, They have videotape of just boxes and boxes and boxes (laughs) of folks being brought in, uh, you know, and just. And just, if nothing else, the basic mathematics of it just doesn't add up. There's no way you're yeah. going to have 300,000 votes come in and 95% of them be for Biden, all right? They got so greedy with their power and so underestimated what they did. They had to go for broke. And when they did that, right. they threw up 900 red flags for anybody who was actually paying attention to what was going on. And I'm... One way or another, they sealed their faith. I have a lot of faith in our president. I have a lot of faith in Sydney, uh, but I have none in our judicial system. I have none in the FBI. I have none in the DOJ. Right. So with the evidence that is presented now, I think the president just needs to go ahead, bring in the military, arrest these treasonous people involved. Think about it, though. Uh, It dawned on me, too, you know. The fact that Trump is not slamming on Bill Barr every single day tells you that Bill Barr is doing his job, or else we would be hearing all kinds of bullshit. Mm-hmm. If Trump was really upset with him, that tells you that, that we're wrong, that I was, I was right, which I'm so glad to be right this time, that Bill Barr is working his ass off because otherwise the POTUS would be letting us know yeah. just like he does everything else. you know. And the uh, fact that he's not is a tell. Well, it's a tell. I, I, I hope and I hope and pray you're right, Hurricane. But I I don't trust Big uh, Bill Barr any further than I can throw his side ass. I guarantee you I don't because I have seen nothing from that man in two and a half years. Well, let's just see. Let's just see because everybody thought that Sessions didn't do anything, and they still think that Trump and Sessions were fighting. But I don't believe that at all because a hundred and thirty something thousand sealed indictments. 
were done underneath Jeff Sessions. And William Barr has done quite a bit. And we're seeing a bunch of uh, – we are seeing stuff. We just don't see everything that they're doing. Oh, and don't let me forget, we need to talk about that Eric Coomer, or Comer, the, the Dominion VP guy that just disappeared. Right, right. Who, yeah, guy he's the guy uh, – uh, uh, his slot as VP was he was over, I think, uh, software, uh, security, and all that kind of stuff. And for a VP for a company that was making that kind of money to just vanish into thin air uh, should leave no doubt yeah. in anybody's mind what happened to him, unless he's been snagged, unless they did a, a HB uh, grab. match or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's what an HBT uh, snatch is. Remember those uh, like that. But, planes but you that remember, were in Europe? These remember the, buildings are theirs. Go ahead, Russell, remember those I'm planes sorry. in Europe? Remember those planes in Europe that uh, Monkey was showing us? And he's like, this looks like a snatch and grab. And it went uh, uh, across Europe, and it looked like it snagged somebody. And then it went to Greenland and gassed up before it went on across uh, and not went all the way down to like the Black Ops sites by Gitmo. That could have been him. Uh, it could have been. It could have. It could have been. You know, like I said, at this point we don't know. But all these office buildings turning up uh, empty when they go into Rado and stuff like that. There's like absolutely nothing. No personnel. Oh yeah, Colorado. And then the Colorado uh, Dominion and then office. The a hundred employees that work there have tried to scrub mm-hmm. uh, uh, any association with Dominion and stuff like that. I mean, they've wiped it off their uh, LinkedIn pages and all that kind of stuff. So there's something uh, – uh, people are in a panic right now. This makes like wide like, open. We're going to be killeried. We're going to commit suicide by shooting ourselves in the back of the head. We are so fixing Twice. to die. We got to get the hell. Either they either already died, <laughs> or the good guy, uh, the white hats got them. Hopefully, the white hats got them. And I'm leaning towards that because they had to know that as soon as this broke out, that these people were they would lose this witness, you know. And what a better person to flip than the VP, you know what I mean? So uh, that would be perfect. So I would hope that the black the white hats would have got him before the black hats, but they could have just hauled ass. But you know, with our tracking uh, technology that we have, I don't know. I don't know how far they would have got. Of course, uh, thanks to Obama, all of our enemies have the same shadow, where the shadow net and everything else, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We saw Trump with new military, you know, upgraded military, all new military. He's been taunting them, letting them know, I'm going to mess you up. My stuff's already done. Your computer chips can't crash my airplanes anymore. You know, you can't crash my battleships with your software anymore. You don't have control over my my toys here. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, and if you remember, there was a lot of really strange stuff went on like that right before Trump came into office. Battleships running into other ships and that kind of stuff, which stuff that just doesn't happen. Oh yeah. Some hinky stuff. If you remember my uh, China video, I talked about the chips they put in there. Sorry, they had back doors into all of our uh, all of our hardware. They had uh, software. They had back doors built in because it was all manufactured and produced in China. 
Yeah, and where it actually was was there's like a, a place that it's like the sil- it's like the Silicon Valley of China, okay, and it's highly connected. It's a sister cities with cities that Diane Feinstein is in charge of in California, and so Diane Feinstein set the sister city up oh, in China, yeah. and uh, yep. basically, essentially, she had this Chinese spy in her employment for 20 years, and her husband is very mm-hmm. connected with the China. Diane Feinstein is owned. And paid for by the Chinese government, and she's a, she's just a spy. You know, she's a horrible horrible person, and she's done mm-hmm. Californians and Amer- all Americans, but especially Californians, horrible horribly, and she is guilty of the highest levels of treason. And I suspect yeah. that she's a a witch. Now I know that sounds kind of crazy, and all y'all out there listening, going, "Okay, Hurricane, that's a little bit out there." But really, if you listen to my not videos, at all. it's not that far out there. I put out some good evidence, and there is a coven there in L.A. So uh, she's associated with many of the people. So you never know, right? Oh yeah. But uh, she uh, she sold them our our information. They were able to get. I get so I can't even talk. I get so pissed when I think about this. I can't even talk. Okay, basically all of their little chips were put in like ninety eight percent of the world's keyboards. All right. Now these chips had the ability, and you could think of Barack Obama for this, and Joe Biden, and Diane Feinstein. These little chips not only had the ability like to do like malware or viruses. No, it's not like that. They had the ability to take over and control whatever it was in. That's what Russell's talking about when they were crashing our battleships into each other. They literally mm-hmm. had control of our nukes. They had control of our drones. They had control of our, our fighter flights. They had they had it all. So the minute that Trump came in, the first thing he did was to, is flip Barack Obama's playbook on him. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? And he got the ominous bill, all those trillions of dollars. And after I found out about those chips, I no longer cared about our deficit, okay? Because I knew it was going to be full-out war because they already have imminent domain on us, right? And Trump came in. The first thing he did yeah. was redid every bit of our military. That was the only chance in hell that we had because I laid it out in my China video. It's called China, the Real Games of Thrones. It's on Wolfpack Radio. It's AQ mm-hmm. for PAC. And uh, I explained their plan for world domination and things that they had purchased and strategically located. I mean I even listed out the major uh, maritime chokeholds that are – in the, in the ocean and these ports for these maritime show codes and China had owned them all. We even gave them our parts of the Panama yeah. Canal, both sides of the Panama yeah. Canal. And then they owned our Long Beach port, which I did another video just about yeah. that in, uh, called Watch the Water on my channel. And uh, they had it since since Bill Clinton, right when Bill Clinton came into office until President right. Trump in, in May of 2018 or 2019 made them sell it. So it forced them out of that. So, I mean, that was a, a big – a lot of people thought that Trump was – they were pissed off at Trump because of the tariffs. And most people didn't even know that Trump had – with Homeland Security had forced their hand and forced Costco to sell this port, which they were bringing thousands and thousands of containers into this port, which connects with the Los Angeles port, the second biggest container port in the world. Bill Clinton, this, this was a huge – long huge. Long, it's huge. It's huge, and it has That's big subterranean be, cavities you know, underneath the port. It was a submarine base in like the 1970s, like before World War One. Actually, mm-hmm. actually a submarine base, and then they—that's when they started getting fake news. So they, you know, it was like I found 
reports where it was a submarine base. Then all of a sudden they started printing that it wasn't a submarine base, okay, like right around 1920. So I already saw where fake news was working, right? So that we spent mm-hmm. billions of dollars on this port, and this was – we used, used this in all the wars. I mean this is a this is a huge place where we had, you know, it was mm-hmm. the, we couldn't have made it through these wars without this port. And whenever Bush set it up to be uh closed down, that was just shocking in itself. Well, he set it up for Clinton because it was a plan because they're the same. We just got tricked by the Republican oh, Democrat. Yeah. yeah. Clinton comes in there, closes it down, seventeen and a half thousand jobs were lost. The economy of Long Beach was completely crippled and never regained from it. They took a deep-sea naval base, an American naval base, a deep-sea one at that, and took our Mm. naval base and gave it to China for for a port. That is insane, and we had to pay for all of it, by the way, to tear everything down and rebuild it and do everything they wanted to do. The taxpayers of Long Beach got to pay for that, but what's really crazy – and, Russell, this is going to piss you the hell off. This is, but this is like one of my new missions in life. Uh, I found out about this guy, and uh, and it's like it's like General Flynn to me. It's the same as General Flynn to me. This man, I was I found out about him because it was a little bit before my time. I wasn't into politics then. Was Duke Cunningham? I believe that was his name. I may have the name wrong, but I think it was Duke Cunningham. I haven't read about it in several months. And uh, he was a decorated war hero, a stellar patriot American. And I was listening to him on C-SPAN when he was in the Senate fighting Bill Clinton from letting China have our port. And he called out everything about Costco and about uh, CCP and, and all these things that they had been busted with and done and been investigated. You see, Clinton, when he did this, he didn't go through any of the uh, – see, he could still – I think they if they charge him for treason, it's going to be for this first off, okay? Because he didn't go through any of the national security advices. He didn't follow any of the protocols. He didn't go through any of the right channels. He rushed this in, and he just did it, and nothing was ever done about that. Now, Duke Cunningham gets up, and he's fighting, you know, like, look, you know, we, we can't do this. This is what's going on. So what happens? They give it to China. They take Duke Cunningham. This decorated war hero, politician, served our country, great man, mm-hmm. and they railroaded his ass and ruined his life and put him in prison. And as far as yeah. I know, he never has gotten a pardon for this. And it's damn uh, sacrilege that our hero was railroaded politically like that, and no one even has done anything about it, or no one even knows his name. So my mission in life is to let this story get out because this is the same as General Flint, you know? I mean, yeah. he's a patriot that was railroaded, and it's something needs to be done. He's a veteran for our country. Uh, yeah, wow. uh, I do remember that. They got they brought up some kind. Of, I want to say it was trumped up ethnic charges or something, and he stepped down. I, I, I was but, thinking it was like taxes or IRS stuff or something like that. Hmm. You know? It may have been. I don't. I'm crazy. Exactly you know he didn't what do it. Was. You know he didn't do it. Oh no, and you know, I mean, that's the way these guys have operated for decades now. It's become all about their power, and if you stand in their way, they will break you. And uh, they've gotten away with it for decades and decades until they ran into Donald Trump. And, <laughs> right? Uh, nice true. <laughs> you know, and uh, they picked, you know, uh, they picked on the wrong guy with him. Uh, 
I don't think they believed he had the fight that he had in him. Uh, just go prove they didn't know him. Uh, well, hell, I didn't know him initially either. I didn't think a whole lot of him. That was no uh, secret to anyone because I was very loud and proud about it. But I do support him 100% now. Uh, and uh, we could not have a better man at the helm right now through all this. I don't think he'll quit fighting. I don't think he'll concede. I think this will probably go to the Congress and what happens there. Uh, I do not know. I do know we have 36 of the 50 states are red, but whether they're rhinos or bought or get blackmailed by the uh, ABC, we don't know. At this point in time, we don't know really who we can trust. I think he does know who he can trust. I think he's known before he even came in office who these because I think they were the Q team was already surveilling them for months, a years is what I believe. But I think that he allowed these deep state players to stay in position so that the deep state thought they had their hand. Okay, they had their plan and they had their people in place. So when this insurrection happened, but they knew it was going to happen. They knew that they know by now that this is going to be found out that Joe Biden was not going to be president. They know this already. That's why they have a backup plan mm-hmm. for this chaos they're fixing to do. And uh, whenever Trump waited to the very, very, very last minute and removed all these people that were key for their success for this uprising and, and coup, and he crippled them. He basically chopped their legs off. You know, Now they're walking around like blind people, poked their eyeballs out, right? I mean Donald Trump mm-hmm. waited to the last minute where they can't find replacements, and now they've lost all that inside source. You know, He's genius. God, I love this man. I love you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for Donald Trump for saving us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We could, couldn't have done it without the grace of Jesus, and I'm so proud of my president when they said, oh, you're the most famous man in the world. He said, no, Jesus is. Oh, you know, that was so epic. President. But, yeah, it's just insane. And I, I'll tell you something. Uh, somebody else that's uh, fighting him is uh, is uh, Carter Page. But I uh, had a little bit of current news that I caught a little clip off this lady called uh, – I think her name is Surfing Santa or something like that. I believe it's Surfing Santa on YouTube. I'm going to play it real quick. So the oh, um, Carter Page sues the Swamp Rats, DOJ, FBI, and USA Corporation for FISA abuse. Big lawsuit. Now, I had read... So... The um, Carter Page sues the Swamp Rats, DOJ, FBI, and USA Corporation for FISA abuse. Big lawsuit. Now, I had read that Lynn Wood was representing Carter Page, but I guess I understand why Lynn Wood may not be representing him now, and he does have, Carter Page has a list of attorneys representing him. But it is a $75 million lawsuit plus punitive damages, guys. So it's not just $75 million. There is the Federalist article. It kind of gives a synopsis of that. But I wanted to kind of go through who are the defendants. So it's Carter Page versus James Comey, Andy McCabe, Kevin Kleinsmith, Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, Joe Pienka. Here we go. Stephen Soma, Brian Coopton at DOJ, and the FBI and United States of America. All right. So this is huge. Why is this huge? Because this is this lawsuit. It's a 59-page lawsuit. It exposes their fraud. They knew it's all about the FISA abuse and how they used it to perpetrate. <laughs> they used this fake FISA to 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 trap Carter Page, of course, and and uh, President Trump. And it was uh, and what Carter Page exposes is that it was all perpetrated on fraud. Um, 
Gerard Sheehan, he posts, I don't know if he was in Twitmo or what, but he posted, I mean, he does post some bombs. So um, I highly recommend following him, Gerard Sheehan 4. Um, but he posted the actual complaint right here. There's the link to the lawsuit. I kind of breezed through it, but this is one of the bases for the complaint. The FBI did not have probable, probable, probable excuse me, cause to lawfully obtain a FISA warrant. Instead, the FBI used documents furnished by Christopher Steele, a confidential human source. As Crossfire Hurricane team knew, CHS Steele had been paid by the Democrat Party and or Hillary Clinton presidential campaign to perform political op research and dig up dirt on connection on a connection between the Trump campaign and Russia in order to divert attention from the investigation of Clinton's email practices while she was Secretary of State. This is big, guys. And, and what it's doing, you've got Sidney Powell's lawsuit, you've got uh, Lynn Wood's lawsuit, and now you've got Carter Page's lawsuit. Do you see it all happening? Everything is getting revealed and exposed through legal documents, through lawsuits. Because the leaning left, the liberal left, they're still like, I don't believe any of this. But when they have a lawsuit, this means that these parties now have to comply. Now, what does this mean? Okay, kind of. What? You know, I'm just going to share this. Carter Page can probably serve most of them at one place. You can go to Gitmo, or, of course, the process servers go to Gitmo. Can you imagine being a process server and saying, okay, you got to go to Gitmo to serve, like, five of them? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And even Lisa Page. Okay, October 3rd, she posted this. She admits to getting shipped to Girly Gitmo. When they ship me off to Girly Gitmo, this is her actual page, all right, and take my ability to send text, I hope I'll still at least have access to lawfareblog.com. I don't think so, Lisa Page. I think you're going to go ahead and just, you're going to get your little pencil. You're allotted to use your pencil for like two hours, and then they have to take it away, and you are done, done. You can go ahead and enjoy your time with, oh, I don't know, Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters, Diane Feinstein, all the dirty people. <laughs> can you imagine? That's just like a place filled, filled with just like, ugh, just rotten scum and everything. But, yeah, enjoy your Gitmo. Now, I have uh, – that's bl- explosive, isn't it, about the Lisa Page? Uh, men, she's going to get mostly – there's stuff going on that we just don't know about. And I really believe that they're making deals with uh, people. Like you flip, you know, you admit you're guilty or whatever. You make a deal with us. You tell us this stuff, and we want to announce that you were arrested, and maybe you can still have your retirement money for your family, or you won't lose your home. We won't seize all your assets or something to that matter, you know? That's exactly what they did with John McCain. You'll never convince me. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But there's something else going on that's even bigger. Like she was talking about about we've got the lawsuits with Sidney Powell in Michigan and Georgia, and we also have the Lynn Wood lawsuits. And I played this for y'all the other day, but it's just a few seconds long. But I want to play it again because it's so important. Because uh, he actually calls out the satanic pedos. Lynn Wood, the most res- him and Sidney Powell are the most respected lawyers in the world. This is crazy. I think there's a lot of things going on right now that people uh, are not going to recognize without the use of discernment. So they'll understand more than what just they see at first glance. Hmm. So the Supreme Court's being aligned. The Department of Defense was recently realigned by the president. Take a look at who he put in place, cyber terrorism and a terrorism expert. As I said, look at what he did in 2018 with the executive order to deal with foreign interference in our national elections. I think, listen, in a perfect world, uh, I'd like to see John Durham's report come out and people go to jail. 
I'd oh, like please. to see the truth told yes. about Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian Maxwell, and I'd like for a lot of people to go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'd like to see those people go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on uh, on Anthony Weiner's laptop. I'd like to see a lot of people go to jail. And then when we get to the final phase of the election fraud, I'd like to see a lot more people go to jail. The one thing I will say, there'll be an intermingling. There'll be people going to jail, I believe, who are involved in all of those or some of those same uh, investigations. So there is potentially a great awakening. The truth has to come out. Yes. I believe it will. I, I, I do not think that you can hide the truth. I do say it, and I believe it. Every lie will be revealed. This country is going to be shocked when it learns the truth about who's been occupying the Oval Office for some periods of years. They're going to be shocked at the level of pedophilia. They're going to be shocked at what I believe will be a revelation in terms of people who actually engage in satanic worship. Bing. Bing. Wow. Oh, and that is the absolute truth. I do believe so. Uh, we say Linwood, Sidney Powell. These are two people who are on a mission. I think uh, I think they're for a reason. They're fulfilling their path that was set uh, forth by. I know Lynn Wood is a uh, very Christian man. I don't know a lot about Sidney Powell, but then uh, uh, <coughs> God doesn't uh, use the qualified. He qualifies the people he needs. So, uh hmm there's just going to be a lot revealed in the coming days. Uh, do not sit on your laurels. Uh, remain calm. Stay at the ready. But there is absolutely no telling where this is going to go because uh, I don't. I think I think the majority of the country is going to be in shell shock when all this breaks. They're not going to know what to think. They're going to be absolutely so flabbergasted about how they've been sold out for decades, that the uh, truth is going to leave them uh, in a state of bewilderedness. Bewilderedness, I guess would be the correct word to use there. What do you say, Hurricane? That about uh, I was just thinking I hadn't let Victoria talk all night long. Keep cutting her off. I'm bewilderment? Sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah. That this, that whole aspect of it, and the uh, the deep state satanic pedophilia ring, that is obvious to so many people. I mean, in the 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 emails, in the Podesta emails, and Hillary's emails, and and. Uh, Hillary's best buddy, what's her name, Abedini or whatever, and um, Obama's emails. I mean, the symbolism, the wording, and it's all there. I mean, come on. But those who spend fifty thousand dollars on, you know, who spends fifty thousand dollars on hot dogs. Right. Come on. Now, one thing I did want to address, 
kind of skipped all over tonight, and I apologize for that, but that's what happens when, when you drink. I actually didn't get to drink. It is the second uh, Dr. Pepper that we bought at this little store that the first swallow I took, it just tastes like like aspirin. And uh, so oh. I didn't even get to have my mixed drink, so I got ripped off tonight. I don't know what's going on with your sodas, but it's kind of creeping uh, me out, you know. They are Muslim people, and that makes me a little paranoid. But uh, I don't mean to sound like a – oh, you know what? I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not even going to apologize for that. I'm sorry, but I'm so sick of having to be politically correct. The fact of the matter is, is I've read the the Quran, and I know that they're it's okay for Muslims to lie to us, and I also know that they believe mm-hmm. that if you're an infidel, you deserve to die. So there you go. Now, um, mm-hmm. one thing that I wanted to talk about, which is total opposite of what I just said, is uh, I keep having to remind myself that you know I know this is a spiritual war, but like I said earlier, I've kind of psychologically put myself in war mode already. And when I do that, I have a tendency to shut everything out. Well, I noticed today that I was, I guess I was a little bit spiritually empty, you know, because I have that shield up right now for war, you know, and it's like really like, war is like pretty violent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Violent, and just like no no room, there's no emotion. You're not allowed to have emotion. Emotion, no emotion when you're in war mode, right? And so uh, I caught myself today with no emotion whatsoever, including spirituality. Well, I flipped on uh, YouTube or no, Facebook actually, and I just randomly found this video, and it was this lady talking, and she said that she had, she was, I guess, a prophet. She said prophecies, you know, and this was, so I want to brace yourself because this is a little, this is going to kind of upset you when I say this, okay? So, but hear me out because I wouldn't be saying this if it wasn't important. So she said, talking to our president, she had a prophecy, and she said that. She saw the president dead, but what she was – what he was uh, trying to tell her was that right now our president's in a whole lot of danger. His life's in a bunch of danger, and the only thing that we have to pray, like constantly pray because <clears throat> uh, that's the only thing that's going to, to get him safe. And that it's a real threat, and so we really, really, really have to step up our prayer game. And she also mm-hmm. said that uh, that God talked to her and told her that Donald Trump was going to have the the wind of the Holy Spirit push him forward. And as she said that, I literally felt wind blow on the back of my neck, and I got chill bumps all the way down my arms. Wow. And so, and I was feeling real spiritually void, okay, you know, because I was in this war mode. So it had, mm-hmm. to, it had to be intense to get get to me. Like it felt real, like really, it was cool. All right, it was a really cool moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know when something mm-hmm. like that happens to you, right? And I knew that that oh, was a yeah. confirmation that we need to pray, 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 pray. And I stopped and prayed right then. But that our president is in so much trouble right now. And Sydney Powell is on Twitter asking people to pray for her because she said that her whole team has never felt such demonic attack in their life okay and uh it's really crazy and uh this lady said that she god told her that that wind of the holy spirit was going to push donald trump forward and that he was in the middle of his race but he was like a runner Mm -hmm. that had trained in high altitudes and when he started going Mm -hmm. down all of a sudden he had that extra uh air in his lungs and that extra energy he burst forward burst forward that runner could bust forward with mm-hmm. that uh, extra lung power and get through the finish line and that's a kind of like how she said it was going to happen to Donald Trump with this holy wind that it was just going to 
you know, just give him, energize him, mm-hmm. push him, just, just ride through this finish line because that she said that God was going to reinforce him in the middle of the race when he needed him the most, you know, and that he was going to be cool. president for another four years. So That's cool. That's kind of a biblical thing because um, Paul used a lot of, of sports metaphors <laughs> in his writings. And so he used running a lot in his writings and, and sports and being pushed forward to the goal, to the ultimate end, you know. And so um, uh, as a dream interpretation, that would be um, a good sign, the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, and all of the the patriots behind him praying for him, uh, you know, bringing that Holy Spirit behind him and giving him that strength to carry on. That's a, that's a really great prophecy. That's a really great, you know, and it's biblical. So it can't fall Yeah, we that. have to stand in the, she said we have to stand in the gap, you know, stand in the gap with prayer. For yeah, standing in the gap. And, uh, yeah, we stand in the gap. And so um, that's, I thought that was really powerful. And I catch myself where mm-hmm. I'm like, like I said, I'm in war mode. So, you know, I'm waiting for them mm-hmm. to attack any, any moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I have to, like, kind of stop myself and think, okay, I have to do this different. You know, I need to stop, take my time, and and make sure I have a lot of prayer and that I'm fully mm-hmm. armed with the armor of God. And if if I have to go into battle, know that it's not just my militia training or wrestling training that's going to make me get through this, that it's going to be God. Mm-hmm. And also that when we do strike out at our enemies, and if they bring us to that point, yeah. we may have to, that when we do, yeah. we do it justly, that we do it justly, not for the wrong reasons, not for yeah. hatred, you know, because it's you know, we're God just for doing that, the right? striking. But look, you know, it's God David. doing David the striking through you. Right. You because, know? you know, he said, Said that Saul used to get pissed off when David would come into town from those armies and his victories, yeah. and the people in the town would sing, "Saul has killed a thousand men, but David has killed ten thousands of men." You know, exactly. And he what do you yeah. think about that, Russell? Oh yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, David's my favorite uh, Bible character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's about as screwed up. He's about as screwed up as I am, but he had his relationship <laughs> with God, you know. And uh, uh, I can't remember which psalms it is now, but uh, uh, praise be to my Lord, my rock, who changed my hands from ba- uh, mm-hmm. war and my fingers from battle. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. that's something that I carry close to my heart with me. Uh, I know that the day that uh, I was created, that my end was set, and uh, I think mm-hmm. being in fear of anything is a waste of time because fear isn't real, okay? Fear is nothing right. more than a thought process that you force yourself through, and you come to a conclusion that's not real. It's based on you know, mm-hmm. uh, just the thought process. You know, now danger is very real, okay? But fear is right. a choice, all right? And, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. supposed to die from the flu, I'm going to die from the flu on whatever day I, it was that I was supposed to die for, 
from the flu. If I'm supposed to die on the field of battle, I'll die on the field of battle at that day and time. But I'm not going to spend my life living in fear and not living my life because I'm because you walk in fear. And I think that's something that they have effectively done uh, with this propaganda campaign mm-hmm. and this uh, COVID hoax. And I hate using the word hoax because the virus is real. It kills some people, uh, mostly older people, underlying health uh, problems. But people died, and that's always a sad thing, you know. Uh, and so, right, so I it call is it not a hoax, but time. it was way, way, way I call it overplayed. A hoax. And it was used for a fear campaign, the biggest psyop ever run. <laughs> In the history of the world And it was run worldwide Now if y'all remember before all that hit You had uh, Protests going on In Taiwan Europe, China mm-hmm. I mean it was just rocking and rolling Around the world Everybody was tired of it They were seeing this uh, uh, One world government New world they order Whatever you want to call freedom. it Coming to fruition And they said no So what happened we have this big, huge global pandemic, and you know what? All that stuff has been shut down. People were literally mm-hmm. scared into submission by one of the most successful psyops ever run in the history of the world, and that's my little two cents worth. Mhm. I agree, one hundred percent. Stupid phone keeps going on speakerphone. And then it starts dialing people. I, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with all my technology. I'm so sorry to all my <laughs> listeners. Y'all know that I usually try to keep the show sounding really good. And I, I mean, if Russell even lets his dog bark one time, I'm texting him, shut your dog up. <laughs> like, I'm really <laughs> I used to go crazy. I'd get so mad at jo- uh, Joseph and then uh, about some stuff and. The same thing's happening to me now, so I feel like such a hypocrite. Like that song I played earlier had all that static in it, and when Joseph would play a song that had static, like a, a God Bless America, he always just play. I'd get so mad. I'd be like, quit playing that song with all that static. It's so unprofessional. You know, then tonight I'm sitting here playing a static <laughs> song. I'm like, oh, man, I'm such a hypocrite. You know? Didn't give that guy credit, <laughs> did we, Russell? Did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, he is, man, but... Uh... So anyway, uh, I was kind of thinking that. Uh, so, all right, let's just everybody put the two point two cents in on this at this point and stuff like that. Uh, <coughs> I think that more and more of the American people are just not going to accept the results of this campaign as they see what's happening. You know. Uh, a considerable amount of the Democrats are already going, hey, wait a minute, there's something wrong. And including in that batch are the uh, Blue Dog Democrats that uh, Victoria was uh, mentioned earlier. So I, I've probably seen this thing going to the Congress for the vote because the mm-hmm. Supreme Court cannot pick a... Uh, you know, cannot decide who is president. They have to decide on what is law. They can decide this is fraud, and these votes don't count, or those votes don't count. Uh, but 
I don't see that. I don't know. That may resolve things, but even if that happens, you're going to have percentages of people that's not going to buy into that. So basically, mm-hmm. I really don't see any way around what's coming other than the full reset, which you can ask Hurricane. I've been saying mm-hmm. for years already that that's what we need. That's the only thing that's going to fix this country and make us completely mm-hmm. great again is a full reset. Mhm. That means we're going. By that, I mean we're going to have to go in there and personally fix the swamp ourselves. Yeah. And I and and one thing about it is uh, Trump's led a fine example of how to have grass uh, grassroots movement organically from the people, and for the people to. To start taking control over their own He's made it real clear that I don't think people understood before And I guarantee these liberals understand this Clearly now That he is not responsible for their state Their governor is And the choices that they make are the choices that they're going to live with You know And so they're starting mm-hmm. to understand That people didn't understand that Maybe a lot of people didn't understand it But they're seeing it now You know, The power that that has So he's woken a lot of people mm-hmm. up by just letting them see What's going on and see who the evil side is, you know, who's locking them up, yeah. you know, who's doing all that. It's them. But, yeah, yeah this right. is really exciting. And, like, you know, we have to remember, too, that we still have Gisling Maxwell. We still have stuff going on with Epstein. We still have stuff where we yeah. thought that Nexium was just, char- you know, sentence. And so there's still stuff with that mm-hmm. going on. We have, Lynn Wood said, we have the, the investigation going on with the Winter Laptop. There's other stuff that's been going on, you know. So I, I yeah. think there's a lot that we don't know about, and uh, I'm, I can't wait for these final booms. It's just going to be – oh, it's oh, going to yeah. be amazing. Uh, Q says the first arrest is going to send shockwaves. I really think it's – I think it's going to be Barack Obama because, like I said before, Trump's had a hard on him – hard on for him since day one. And obviously he's had these connections and, and pretty much known within the know about what Obama was doing because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he – he was the first person about the birth certificates. You know, he 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 was the one talking about mm-hmm. Obama was st- stealing Mick Romney's votes. You know, on election last time. <laughs> you know, he called it out. Yeah. He, he already knew they were cheating. Yeah. And now, you uh, know, and- no, I think oh, it's one more thing. And he's he's brilliant, being really brilliant. I think by staging the military the way that he's doing for these vaccines, right when he knows. That this is going to come out right before the deadline, the December deadline, right? And he knows when mm-hmm. things are going to explode. And look how our National Guard and military is been set up. And if you watch these, mm-hmm. uh, the military aircraft like Russell and I have, then you see that they're ta- these. A lot of these are uh, deploying troops and setting them up, staging. They're in staging. Wouldn't you agree, Russell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we've kind of staged under the. Uh... Under the guise of being able to get the vaccine out speedily and rapidly to the American people. Now, I personally don't know anybody. <coughs> My circle's not that big. It's probably only five, six hundred people, something like that. Out of those, I know no one who wants to take or will take that vaccination. <laughs> So these yeah. are being put there for the uncommon, for the oncoming riots, not for vaccine distribution. I do not believe. 
Wow. It's going to get crazy around here. It's going to be a good Christmas mm-hmm. for conservatives. It's going to be a bad Christmas for the ones who get their houses burnt up and lives lost. And hopefully Trump can squeal this real quick. And I think he's doing this by all this military activity that we've seen. Well, it looks like, you know, we don't know what's going on with that. But because of these black op sites, I, I think that he's been just picking up key individuals that's blocking in the block. They're uprising and hurt. Obviously, he's going to do that. I mean, Russell, there's no way he's not doing that. You know, there's no way in hell a military guy like Trump is not doing that. He's not going to. I can't imagine. That. You know, not when they're dragging, I, his dragging. That's his wife and child. You know, and they're all at Camp David yeah. supposedly. But Q said mm-hmm. that when all this goes down, that Trump will be well insulated with Air Force One. And we haven't seen Pence, have we? I don't have TV, so I haven't seen him on anything I would look at. I see it. I guess yeah. they're probably not in the same place. Who's that? Yeah. Pence. Pence. Oh, Pence. No, I haven't seen Pence at all. Got to keep him uh, around. But, he's you the know, there's he's a lot. He's a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I just know our, uh, uh, we need to pray for our president, stay ready for our orders to move, because uh, I think there's a better than average chance that's going to happen. And just be patient, people. Let this play out. Enjoy what you can. Just stay at the ready. Enjoy life. Have fun. Enjoy your family, your friends, and as time comes, we stand at the ready to do what needs to be done. Yes, we yep. Uh I've got a exciting a broadcast coming up that I'm going to be uh, doing a uh, – be talking about the vaccine, and I have a uh, special guest who I'm going to be interviewing on this episode, and it's my very own mother, okay? My mother was firsthand witness to the government, the schools, giving kids – Shots that gave all these people polio, and so I'm. She's going to be talking to us about that. Oh. I find that fascinating, you know. And so we're going to be doing that yeah. next week, and uh, probably be back on the show Monday. And uh, I don't know if we get bored. Maybe we'll do one tomorrow too. So thanks everybody for tuning in, Victoria. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Sorry we got all copied out and kept cutting you off. Apologize for that. I'll make up for it. <laughs> so, Gunny, thanks for. Uh, Calling in, I really appreciate it. And at least we had something to do on a Saturday night because you could see what we do, right? We're all at home. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I set out on a mission this morning and I made it. I decided I wasn't going to put pants on, so I've been running around in the house in my boxers all day. So I know that's a terrible <laughs> image to have to go to sleep with in America, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's well, we have one minute left, so I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight. So, uh, peace out, Hurricane Ann. I'm out. Peace out. I'm going to play my little intro. Peace out. <laughs> Let me find my little intro. There it is. They call us deplorable.